Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Holding pocket. It's time now for the chipping forecast, issued by Folding Pocket on behalf of Andrew Cotter, Eddie Pepperell and special guest Ian Carter. everyone, benvenuto to TCF, yeah, TCF, well, it's happening, yeah, it's not. The chipping forecast, I'm Andrew Cotter, it is Ryder Cup week. It is also immediately, well, not quite immediately, but it's uh, sort of immediately post-Solheim Cup week, which was enormous, it's, uh, it's Rugby World Cup week, month? Yes, months. Yeah, so let's just get this, this Hello, Ian straight. Carter. Hello, good to, good to see you, Andrew, mm. uh, delighted you've made it here to Italy. I got here yesterday, Monday, we're doing this Tuesday lunchtime. We had a couple of technical issues oh, earlier. A lot of incompetence involved, certainly on my part. Yes, um, I agree. Uh, in terms of... And, uh, Just forget Anyway, stuff. it doesn't matter. But we're here. Uh, Eddie will be here. We're doing another one in the build-up. And we're going to do that tomorrow. Tomorrow, because I'm going to walk the course this afternoon, so I'll have a full uh, Brilliant. thoughts on that. Eddie, I'm talking to half the European team this afternoon. Just half. Six of them. Right. I'm doing the other six tomorrow. Mm. In fact, I'll have, by the time we've done it, oh. I'll have spoken to all 12. Well, yeah, Eddie was also with us this morning. We tried to pod. So Ian was here already at the media centre. I was driving down from the Rugby World Cup. I was doing a match in Saint-Étienne and Nice, and then I decided to drive down. Again, uh, Chevy Chase, European vacation style, because uh, I, I thought that looks a lovely drive on the map. Yeah. And it, and it is, sort of, but it's a long drive as well. And you know, uh, if you've driven that course, you sort of pass Monaco from Nice, yeah. and then you pass... Um, other places that I can't remember. You come across the Italian border and then you come down to Genoa. But that whole motorway is an extraordinary feat of engineering. It's winding. It's through, I, I mean, a, a thousand tunnels. And so it was the dark of the tunnels and out into the light. And you're very focal what it lenses. You're, oh, I'd have had a they'd nightmare. Have, they'd have exploded. Yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't have been able to cope wait, wait, Was it a payage? Oh, there were so many payages. And I crashed through a payage. <sighs> Not crashed through physically, but I went through without paying. And I thought, well, I'm, I don't want oh, the ticket no. to go to the hire car company. So I'm going to stop on the side of the motorway and walk back to the No, Toho you didn't. And then across, and people were tooting their horns. And I was trying to explain <laughs> to this guy. So I looked up on my phone. I said, uh, you know, Italian to English translation. Yeah. I would like, I forgot to pay and would like to pay. <laughs> 
which I've already forgotten that phrase, but I had it, I read it out and the, the teenager took out his headphones in the toll booth and went, <laughs> So I paid, but I'm still going to get oh, a fine for I wish it. You'd, sure. I wish you'd told me because we've got a, we've got a little dongle for, for the payages. What? And it goes straight to your credit card and you can just what? go through that fast lane. What I would say is the French payage are slightly better organized yeah. and clearer than the Italian yeah. payage. We're not casting aspersions on the whole Italian people for that, but my goodness, they used to have an empire and now they can't run. We had a big hold up in a, a Spanish payage, whatever Spanish for payage is, um, we should know that. Yeah, uh, sure. on the motorway going from Malaga to Finca Cortesine for the mm. uh, Solheim Cup. And that's why we were really keen to get this Chipolata out because we need to reflect on the Solheim Cup as well. And there was some poor woman in front. And I, you know how you like, you pick the queue, you see, and right, that one has no one, yes. just one person, so that'll be fine. There was reason there was only one person there. She was confused. She was confused. She had to get out of the car he and was do confused. what you did. It was she, right, actually, okay. on this occasion. Yeah. So that was a bit of a hold-up. Um, but uh, shambolic week off the golf course, sensational week on the golf course, I think is the best way of describing events at Fork- Finca Cortesine. Cortesine. So I, d- I didn't see I've watched highlights of it since. I didn't see it live because I was trying – I was getting uh, Samoan rugby players and then Tongan rugby players confused. Oh, the and they are very, very hard. In, in every sense, they are the hardest physically and they are the hardest to... Uh, a lot of the pronunciations are... But also quite a few identifications as well. When you're not used to, because you see a lot of Tongan and Samoan players who oh, have gone off into rugby territory, uh, playing in France, playing in the UK. But actually, there are a few as well that you won't have seen, as you know, and it was uh, it was interesting. But so I didn't see the Solheim Cup, but everything I heard about it was mm. well. One thing to prepare you for this weekend, because you're doing the television highlights mm. um, for BBC Television. Uh, I'm obviously doing the radio commentary. We did lots of commentary last week on the Solheim Cup as well, and I lost track of absolutely everything else. Yeah. It's totally all-consuming. Solheim Cup was so you're you're going to have a rugby-free weekend. You you won't even have time or the brain space to take in whatever happens. Oh, no, next I, I knew that the Ryder Cup. It's, I, it's I'm it's fully on Ryder Cup, but I, that's what I do. It you you yeah. do the same when you do sports. You compartmentalize. So I was all about Scotland Tonga and didn't see. Actually, I did have my phone on because I was following. It was fascinating the twos and fro's on that final. On that oh. final day. So first of all, let's get the good stuff we'll come to. And there was yeah. so much good stuff. But yeah. I saw lots of stuff about. And we all know the reasons why in terms of the company staging it and the company that does the broadcasting. Mm. They work with the LET, a German company. And t- to be honest, they're not good at all. And the women's game and that event deserves so much better. The players certainly do. It was under-resourced in terms of its coverage and... Just the way that they went to, about things. I heard reports early in the week of um, spectators being prevented from bringing in sun cream and water bottles. Mm. There was no water refill uh, spots or anything yeah. like that. No shade. It was just, it was compared with what we've got here in Rome this week. It was amateurish. Compared with what you, you expect from a major sporting event, it just wasn't up to scratch and then on top of that it was compounded by the golf course which had fantastic holes fantastic views some brilliant opportunities for great match play moments but everyone had to get from hole to hole via cart paths bottlenecks and bottlenecks and so at times it was impossible for the spectators to follow a match yeah 
you you um we we in practice um one of the days we walked from one hole to the other and we we saw the drives yeah and we couldn't see the rest of the hole because by the time we got round this is in practice when they're taking their time yeah. even more than when they're playing by the time we managed to go round the detour to get anywhere near the green they'd finished so it was a, it, i again the impression i got was that it's a beautiful resort course good course totally. yep. you know it's a little bit funky in places but really a, a yeah. good venue for playing but a terrible venue for actually staging an event yeah. of that size for people to watch and when you, and, and if you went there and i know you're exactly the same as me you'd much prefer to walk around a golf course when you play yes rather than play in a buggy but that is a golf course where you'd go i need a buggy yeah it's designed for buggy golf and you know there were a number of holes where the players were ferried by buggies from greens to tees it wasn't that lovely golfing experience of walk off a green onto the next mm. tee and have that flow of spectators so in that respect it wasn't fit for purpose having said that my goodness me yeah. it generated one of the, one of the greatest golf matches i've yeah. ever been to just rounding up that staging of it uh img Staging in 2019 at Glen Eagles, you know they're very used mm. to staging big oh, events. So there was yeah. a local Spanish agency which was running this one. They tendered for it at the same time as the the Glen Eagles one, and so they got this one. And IMG are doing the next European one. They're taking it over from there. So actually, the Netherlands, and that will be a really yeah, good one. Anyway, uh, it was. Uh, you know, I looked on with a little bit of a little bit of envy, thinking actually towards the end there that was that was something because as I said, the to and fro. You know, when you see all the the red appearing on the board and the blue appearing on the board and then that blue disappearing and then the red appearing. And you think, which way is this going? And ultimately for it to go right down to, not the ultimate, ultimate match, well, uh, well to settle the draw it did with Lexi Thompson, but for uh, Carlotta Siganda to be there um, hitting that shot as well with the, the king of, uh, of Spain. It, uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was pretty special. It was. I spoke to Dame Laura Davis afterwards and she said that's why we put her out there in the penultimate match. We had a feeling that she would be holding the winning putt and how appropriate to have the Spaniard, the only Spaniard on show to, to do that. As it was, it was the putt to retain the, the Solheim Cup, even though the caption on the TV said, Oh, there were some to hold. Ones, oh, I mean? And, you know, we're, we're reliant on that oh. when we, in the way that we were commentating last week because we were off a, the television feed. Fortunately, this week we're going to be out on the golf course with our commentary on Radio 5 Live. So uh, that will be much, much better from our point of view. But going back to it, it all came down to Caroline Headwall mm. because uh, Georgia Hall and uh, Gemma Driver were in really strong positions and both uh, wobbled down the stretch, a horrible three-putt from Georgia Hall on the 17th. That let the Americans in for an unexpected half, likewise in Gemma Driver's match. And then you're thinking, well, Headwall's being hammered here by Ali Ewing. Mm. She was three, three down. down with six to play yeah. and then reeled off uh, five birdies in the last six holes. Yeah. Turns it round, wins two up. And then suddenly, if Maya Stark and Saganda could convert their winning positions into victories and that was no given but they did and that's how they got to 14 points speaking about no given or actually given there were some gimme length putts that were i i was <laughs> yeah. i was amazed i could cup show against um yeah. Anna nordquist i i thought i'll see that in but yeah. no this was uh, very this generous was trump yeah. and his dog fetching yeah. the ball when it was six yeah. feet away I saying i'll pick that up no i know anyway it was uh, no you're right and um, and then there were other putts in the course of the match where he was just thinking pick it up 
come on, move on. Yeah, and, so and, the- I know it was that. Yeah, you know, so, um, but that's the that's the intensity of it all, and that it, it's it it's the Solheim Cup is a far greater event than a warm up for the Ryder Cup, and so don't get me wrong here. It stands in its own right, and it is just as big. Don't get me wrong. In, don't get me wrong. Pretenders. Don't get me wrong. Yes. Yeah. Um, Different key. Totally. Um, sorry, sorry. <laughs> the year before. But it before just it just led to me, you know, feeling even more and even more excited about this week, um, and I couldn't be more excited about it really. <laughs> and yeah, uh, so we flew from Malaga on Wizz Air. From oh, Malaga, they're, they're a good Hungarian airline. They're not good uh, Hungarian airline. Are they? Oh, I, I thought, said that twice. I thought they were Icelandic. No, I think Wizz Air's a are Hungarian they, I airline. I flew to Iceland I'm on Wizz Air once. I'm sure you did, but they're they good. I'm going to look they, up Wizz Air. They were good, but it was were a, they good? Because they get terrible. Yeah, I think, no, they, I they think they have the time. worst. I think they have the worst ratings. I'm going to check this, so no. I will correct myself if I'm wrong here, because I don't want to no. besmirch the good name of yeah. Wizz Air. But here we go. Right, you chat away about right. Wizz Air. So Wizz Air and all bang on time. Very comfortable plane, and then got to the luggage carousel. Who else is waiting for his luggage there? Monty? No. Uh, King of Spain? No. And where's they are? No. <laughs> Even more royal. Even more. Even more significant to us. Eddie Pepperell? No. No. <laughs> He's on. No. Luke Donald? No. What? Oh, not significant to us. Um, uh, well, he, he, he told us. He told us that he would be in, in Spain. Did he? Ludwig, Ludwig, um was on our flight. Wizz Air, which I found reassuringly wholesome. I like that. Yes, he'll change. He'll, <laughs> he'll, soon, he'll soon be I on his write, net. Jets. I'm writing my diary for my book, and I for because I'm doing sort of diaries in it. And I said, uh, where was it? I just I said uh, I've got it here in front of me. Um, okay, you look at that. Look at that. I'll say, yeah. uh, Wizz Air is a Hungarian multinational ultra low cost carrier with its head office in Budapest, Hungary. Now I'm going to look up Wizz Air delay times. Uh, Wizz Air delays. Best airlines. Wizz Air delays today. No. Oh, yeah, I've written. Now I realize he's traveled to his Ryder Cup debut on Wizz Air. That he has traveled as we did on a budget airline feels reassuringly wholesome. I suspect his future will not involve too many more luggage weights, such as the one we're enduring right now. Well, there we are. Maybe he's bought. It was a long wait for the luggage, by the way. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. An even longer wait for the higher car. Well, that's why I, one of the reasons I decided to drive all around Europe, just because it's, it's, it's frustrating when you're on the road, but you know that it's quite simple. So, um, Yes, yes, it's 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 bad. Was there? Is it? Look at yeah. Uh, we, oh, well, I've, had two, I've had two good experiences with them. Well, there we are. We can so only there we are. Take as we find. Anyway, we've gone into Was there uh, details there, but we didn't mean to. What were we talking about? The Solheim Cup, fourteen all, a, a bit of an anticlimax in that it was sort of eighty nine Ryder Cup, wasn't it? Eighty five win, eighty seven yeah. win in America, and coming back. And I remember the feeling of that. It was yay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, that, it was unbridled joy. Unbridled yay. It was unbridled yay, yay from the from the Europeans. Mm-hmm. I felt sorry for the Americans because I think they performed really well with a brand new team. Yes. Five rookies in there. I thought Stacey Lewis did a great job in terms of her captaincy. Two feisty but of course, captains. But you know, the, the 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 thing from Europe's point of view yes. was 
that it had a shades of the miracle of Medina in it, in that they'd lost all four of the opening foursomes yeah. on Friday and had come back to make sure that they kept the, the trophy. So that was mission accomplished. I did feel very, very uneasy at the closing ceremony when the Europeans were the only team that was invited up onto the stage. Oh, was it really? And, and the Americans had to just sort of sit down in the front row and they, and they played We Are the Champions by Queen. Oh, no. Which I thought that's was cliched as well. Cliched, that. naff, and, and inappropriate because it, it, it yeah. was a tie. Yeah. And then, of course, you've got Americans. I've heard a few Americans saying, well, and I think Stacey Lewis said this, actually, there should be some kind of playoff or uh, not, not down to a, not down to an individual, but a team playoff to decide this when it finishes all square yeah. or tied, as we have to say. No, now. we don't. We don't have to say that. So that is the American expression. I'm not getting yeah. into semantics but again and the, the use of language. No, but the TV puts up the graphic tied, so they did it at the Walker Cup yeah. as well. But we insisted on saying yeah. country halved. Yeah. It's a half match. Yeah. It's not a tied match. It's all square. Yeah. It's anyway. So well, I can understand it to a degree if you're, you're trying to spread the word and, you know, halved is that. You know, to, for sports fans who aren't okay with golfing terminology, well, it would be easier to say drawn or tied. Wouldn't well, it? Americans can say drawn or tied, yeah, but, yeah. but they're going to say Aberg as well. So yeah. Anyway, that is uh, a chat for another day in the past that we're not going to do again. So it was uh, it was a great event though, and next Brilliant. year, of course, coming again and exactly. And yeah. actually, somebody same emailed captains, in. only one year away. It almost feels like it's half time. Yeah, I just want to answer this email. It's a very, very simple one to answer. It was from Gordon Adam on the Solheim Cup. Can one of you... Regular listener. Can one of you please explain mm -hmm. why, oh, why, oh, why? Dear BBC, uh, it's being played again next year, not in two years' time. Well, it is basically because the Ryder Cup shifted back. The Ryder Cup started in odd years and was in odd years until 9-11. Then it switched to even years. 2002. And then so the Solheim Cup moved when that happened. And then the Solheim Cup now, uh, once COVID happened, the Ryder Cup moved back to odd years. And the Solheim Cup goes, oh, do you want us to move again? Right, fine, we'll move again. Because that's what happens. They have to defer to the Ryder Cup, apparently. So uh, it's going to be next year. I think, you know, that'll settle down now. Would you rather have them in the same year or different years? I think if you're going to... I, I, I think... I, I like the fact that they're in the same year. I think they should have made more of it. I think it provides an opportunity to market golf rather than men's golf and women's golf. Having said that, I would like to genuinely what I think the sport should do is employ some consultants who are proper experts on this. Ooh, we could do that. And so, no, but we can't. We're not, we're not experts. This is just a gut feeling. And someone's going to turn around and, and make the argument to say, no, the Solheim Cup needs to stand on its own right. Because the week before the Solheim Cup, all anyone was talking about was the Ryder Cup. Yeah. So it didn't get the build-up that it will get next year when it is standalone in terms of the golf calendar. So I, I, I think it's a difficult one, and that's why I think... But I think it's something that they should look at in a much deeper way than the knee-jerk reaction, which is we need to be in, in uh, alternate years. I wonder how deep a dive has gone into that decision. Yes, a shallow you know I mean? and, dive. And because the there's no end. overarching body that is actually looking at what is best for the sport. Mm. It's they're, they're just looking at what is best for for their own entity, and whether that's the LPGA and the LET, or the PGA of America, or the DP World Tour, or the PGA Tour, or the RNA TCF Tour. <laughs> you know what I mean? I do. It's, I know exactly. It what you just, mean. it's just not 
coordinated. Now, the final word on the Solheim Cup, just on the staging of it and the volunteers and everything, because Alistair uh, emailed us, the chipping forecast at foldingpocket.co.uk. And he was a volunteer at mm. the Solheim Cup, and he was just explaining a lot of the things the volunteers do. We know that. We see yeah. the event. But we know how hard the volunteers oh, work. Totally. He said there were 12-hour shifts, yeah. and these were uh, quite... Invariably, young women who were working all these hours, and you get well, you get a polo shirt and a sticker and a hat and things like that. You, you yeah. know, and apart from that, you're doing it and for, it's hard work. And, and it's incredibly hard work. And he said, ninety nine percent of people at the the event as well were suffering it or t- taking all the sort of difficulties and logistical problems, etc., with such good grace and good humour. And uh, so, and the volunteers were brilliant. Yeah. You know, the, the people there were fantastic. The fans were great. The volunteers were brilliant. It was just a systemic issue. It was the venue and it was the level of organization and it was the level of investment and money that went into it. And as a result, it wasn't the spectacle and the experience that it should have been. Yeah. And I, I felt particularly sorry for the players because they put on a spectacular sporting show do you know what event is going to have to have incredible staging inch perfect uh everything sorted to the 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 the, um the match the match the match match. you you and me me and the against the scramble i mean we'll see if we can get i don't know maybe get img involved in the staging of that (laughs) (laughs) there might be a bidding war a bidding war who can yeah. bid less for this match, which will happen at some point? We had a good time with the up all, up all, uh, up all night, the, the no laying up people. Oh, I listened to a couple of because I Did thought you? I've got yeah. to listen to. So on the long drive down on the autostrada, as I crashed through, Cody is listening to us. Well, he might. He says that. That's no, he Cody is. He, no, no, he's he's been coming back to me with stuff we've been saying. Saying that he's genuinely. Saying, well, that wasn't very good. No, oh, yeah, he could do yeah, us better. Yeah. Anyway, they're good. So they've got obviously because they're a massive machine of yeah. successful pods. So they've got a lot of sponsorships. So they, they do it full time. And I'll tell you what, they they slip in their advertising mentions quite well. Talk about the Titleist arms, etc. Hey, what, what ones are you using on the TC 100s? No, TCF 100s. I'm only a I guest. Know. I can't discuss that kind of thing. You can't discuss that yeah. kind of thing because you are the BBC correspondent. But I. No, I'm not a full-time... Colin Corporate. Colin Corporate. Oh, here, no. Maybe I should save this for our Have chat got, with Eddie yeah. tomorrow. Have you got plenty this week? I'm working this week, yes. Plenty Ian. of folding pocket? Plenty. Uh, I'm working this week, uh, but I, I'll, I'll go into it maybe in more detail yes, tomorrow with Eddie. Eddie. Do it, Eddie. But I've got to play on Thursday. No. I've got to play with no. some clients. And uh, with higher clubs. Oh, and borrowed shoes. Not here. Not here. No, no, oh, I'm not playing God, in the... I'd have Big You're, money for that. Uh, that would have been horrendously have been, wonderful to watch, oh. but horrendous. So, no, it's a golf course on the south side of Rome. You're flying it's Oliver nice, Mabel in. So. No, they're not. Uh, no oh, I, did put out a, I did put out a video of me playing golf with them. So, um, that uh, that was nice. But, no, I'm playing uh, and then doing a chat with um, McGinley and Faldo in the, oh, right. in yeah. the evening. Interesting. <laughs> But I, but well, you know what? Anyway, yeah. we'll go into. I've we'll, had some we'll mischievous that thoughts already on that. Mm, I'm sure you have. Right. So anyway, uh, well, let's let's look ahead to the Ryder Cup. Let's a little sting from a former Ryder Cup player and captain. You're listening to the Chipping Forecast, and like all forecasts, it's hit and miss whether they get it right or wrong. Podrick. I was going to do. Uh, he was a rookie in what year? Is it Podrick or Podrick? Well, it, I was told. I was told to say Podrick by Greg Allen of mm, RTE. I just. I did say Podrick. No, Podrick. Podrick. Yeah. You Podrick. said Podrick. Say Podrick. 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 
Podr- Porridge. Um, Porridge. So uh, he was a rookie in '99. I was going to do a look ahead, uh, look back at Brookline. Might save that for tomorrow and Eddie as mm-hmm. well. Eddie was about two at yeah. the time because we did Keogh yeah. Island as a sort of the yeah. ultimate spiky one, and, and Brookline was yeah. pretty close to. Well, it, so. a lot of the Americans were saying about the Solheim Cup mm. that the Europeans behaved like the, like the Americans did um, at Brookline. Yeah. And it wasn't quite because the of the, the, the they started celebrating at fourteen all, and there were people spilling onto the seventeenth green. They didn't spill across somebody's line, though, did they? No, exactly. With the with the it wasn't camera the operators still alive. Camera operators yeah. spilling onto the and that was the thing at Brookline. Well. The, the hole was still alive. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Emily Pedersen and whoever else was playing that last match. The, uh, Lexi. Lexi, Lexi Thompson. Thompson. Oh, God, honestly, I'm See, you are tired, mentally you? tired. You were there watching it. I know, so tired. Um, I wanted it to come down to that match because I'd love yeah. to have seen Lexi Thompson under pressure. Yeah, well, she, I mean, I mean, she'd been way ahead in that match as well. Yeah, she fair is. play to her. She made the part nope, on 17. Fair play. But, yeah, yeah listen, I, th- I actually think, we'll maybe talk about Brookline tomorrow, uh, mm. but but I'd, I actually think the reaction to the Americans' overreaction of Brookline, the European reaction was probably a little bit over mm. the top as well. There was a lot of truth in it, and, uh, and uh, Brookline was terrible. Yeah. But I've seen European celebrations since then that are not like not as yeah. bad as that, but certainly it's get very a little jingoistic. bit jingoistic. And that's, yeah. But I think Brookline maybe is where things really yeah. changed. And, yeah. and you know, in, in terms I mean, of imagine golf. what it's going to be like in two years' time at Bethpage in New York. Ah, oh. I mean, everyone. People have been talking about that for years already. Um, I, I hope that this. I, I hope it's exuberant and joyous here this week. Um, I've I've only had a brief look at the golf course so far, Andrew. It, just in terms of the infrastructure and the grandstands that are out there, incredible. Yeah, I mean, incredible. When I was here in May, when the Italian Open was here. They'd got half the grandstand around the first tee. Yeah. Now it's been completed. It's a stadium. It's a stadium around the first tee. So a lot of the atmosphere at this event now and at the Solheim Cup is very carefully orchestrated yeah, and stage I'm not prepared. A fan of that. I'm not a fan of that at all. No. So the music that kicked up on the first tee at the Solheim Cup as soon as yeah. they hit it, I don't like that yeah, at all. And, over the top. And I've met the guardians of the cup a few times and they're lovely, lovely people. When that happened at the start, it was something quite spontaneous and natural. And now yeah. it's, now it's carefully prepared yeah. cheering and singing and cheerleading. That doesn't seem to me spontaneous no. and fun. And, um, uh, no. I, I don't know. We're, we're sounding very curmudgeonly here, but there's a lot no, to be no, said. About- I mean, I sit here as somebody who would very happily take the Barmy Army's trumpeter's trumpet. Billy. And Is he the Barmy I Army? Don't, I don't know. But I think it's Billy. That, I mean, I drive my son up the wall when we're watching Test Cricket. I mean, would that guy just put oh his trumpet goodness, away? There's no, I mean, there's no beat to what it did, at all. I don't know. No, I just don't, can't uh, hear the lyrics. What, why, why does somebody feel they have the right to play a trumpet while everyone else is sitting having a nice chat watching the cricket. Ian, I'm 100%, I'm 101% with you. I'm, yeah. I, well, as you can imagine. So I'm a bit, yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I like, I like moments in sport that happen spontaneously, and that's the an amazing thing I've seen. Four years ago. Yeah, that's what, yeah. That was, that was. And now that's been brought up, in. But as now a, that's going to be orchestrated, yeah. and it's going to be tiresome. Can we bring in something else natural? Uh, yeah. A guess John Ram's weight competition. The reason I say that is, did you see Rory McIlroy and Shane Lowry were at Ireland, South Africa? Oh, yeah. Um, they were with Jim Hamilton. Yeah. So they get given a box if they'll agree to go yeah. down pitch side and chat right. sort of thing. So they, they, they enjoyed that. What a match that was. Yeah. 
Anyway, so, uh, but they were being asked by Big Jim, and Rory McIlroy at five foot nine standing next to Jim Hamilton, yeah, does not make <laughs> Rory looks like he's little, just a little well, fellow. Well, I think Rory, I think Rory transformed himself into a test match scrum half physique and yeah. body. Yeah, he's a. Well, we think of his first Ryder Cup. Yeah, uh, Celtic Manor. He was, he yeah. was, he was just puppy, puppyish fat, and he yeah. is ripped now. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I didn't go on to that to talk about how ripped Rory was. It was to talk about. Oh yes, because Jim said any rugby player, any golfers would make good rugby players, yes. and they both went, "Oh, John Ram," and said, "What position?" And they said, "Oh, maybe number eight. And Rory said, "Yeah, he's 110 kilos," and I do not believe. That John Ram is 110 kilos. So, do you think in your press conference tomorrow, you're interviewing six? Today, you're interviewing six players. Tomorrow, yeah. you're interviewing six. Yeah. Will you be able to find out John Ram's weight, or are oh. you going to then come across as the buffoon who's asking no. the zany questions? I'm not going to ask it in the press conference. But, no, but just quietly but. take him to one side and say, "No, I'll tell you how you can do it. You can say." Oh, John, you're looking good. You look if you lost weight. You know, what are you what are you Hang tipping the scales out now? Hang on a minute, just yeah. And he'll say I'm talking to him I'm later finished. today. Are you? Yeah. Right, so I let's have this a guess the John Ram's weight competition. <laughs> because Rory McElroy says he's hundred and ten kilos yeah. and I don't think he's as much right, as I'm that. I'm gonna make a note of that. Hundred and ten kilos. I reckon he is uh, what I'm gonna say to him is Rory has told us you're hundred and ten kilos. Yes, good. Higher or lower? Yes. And so then, if I say that to him, and then if he punches you at that point, that's an answer in itself. Uh, you, you'll get that. That's fine. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, I reckon one o four. Are you going higher or lower than that? No, I. He did talk about his weight in a press conference. Massive upper uh, body. Went, uh, Wentworth. But his, his legs... Sure are, he did. Anyway, we'll find out. We'll, we'll find, find out. out. Well, that's exciting that we're going to find out. So, uh, we, we, listen, we've got lots to chat about tomorrow with... I don't want... Because Eddie was with us this morning. As I said, well, I, was in, uh, I was in a hotel. I stopped midway between Nice and Rome. Yeah. And I was in a hotel in Tuscany. It sounds incredibly middle class. And you were here. And Eddie was back home after returning from Ibiza. And we were going to have this pod. And technically... Technically, it didn't no. work. So that's why Eddie's not here yeah. just now, but we're going to do a full yeah, one with Eddie. So should we save a lot of chat for Yes, but Eddie? one thing one thing that we should discuss right now, if you could look up on mm. our WhatsApp chat, because yes. I put, I, I don't want to do it on my phone because we're recording on my phone. Yeah. But if you go into our WhatsApp chat, I yeah. put the groupings Our out. secret chat, okay. But this is the one where you're slagging everyone off. No, no, no. Not Eddie, that one. what's he like? Ian. Uh, so don't put in we, the, need to, we need to break away and do our own thing. Says Ian in this one. What? Sorry, what did you say? What? I, I put. I posted a couple of pictures of oh, the. Yes, you did. Oh, sorry, not all those pictures <laughs> of the pairings that have gone out today for. Yes, practice you did. Rounds. Sorry, here we are. There we are. So I think they're worth discussing because obviously we. We've... No, you didn't post them on this. You posted them on Twitter. Oh, okay. No, I'll get. Oh God. Oh, did I not? Yes, I'll get, I'm getting Twitter up, although I have muted X. you. So how am I going to? How am I going muted to? Muted me. How am I going to subtly? You can't, <laughs> you can't have muted unmute me. you. Uh, no, I haven't muted you. Hang on a second. I've been mutable. You are uh, uh, there. It is right. Okay. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, because here we are. So, uh, which ones do you want first? Well, let's do let's do the Europeans first. Okay, here's how Europe line up today. Hashtag Ryder Cup says Ian Carter at Ian Carter Golf with an I, Scottish spelling. So from T1, Tommy Fleetwood, Sepp Stracker, Shane Lowry and Rory McIlroy. Yep. 10 o'clock, they're going off. 15 minutes later, John Rattles, they're out there just now. John Ram, Victor Hovland, Tyrrell Hatton and Ludwig Ober 
and uh, at 10.30, Matt Fitzpatrick, Justin Rose, Robert McIntyre, and Nikolai Hoygaard. So, I had Auburn Hovland together yes. in my pairings. I had McElroy and Lowry together. Yes. I had Stracker and Fitzpatrick yes. together. Yes. And I had Rahm and Hatton together. Yes. Oh, no. It might be worse. Well, the grouping yeah, is Ram, Hovland, Hatton, Obel. Yeah, but they're all in the same group. Yeah, they're on the same group. Yeah, same you're group. looking good. So, I don't want to look at my parents. So, <laughs> what I suggested. But I, like, Eddie came on and he suggested to, to, to us on the group, didn't he? Because he listened last week. He thought Fleetwood and Stracker could be a combination. Yes. And I've subsequently had a bit of intel that suggests that Rose and McIntyre. Yes. Could be a combo, and they're they're in the same four today as well. That's Urbane, South so, of England man with the man from the Western Isles talking yeah. to him about Shinty. So oh, yeah, to that. so that, that you know it's, it's interesting, isn't it? What we'll get into tomorrow a bit more as well is conditions on the course because you're yeah. going. I'm going out this afternoon to have a yeah. look, and you'll be out as I'm well. Have a look look as and well. everyone's just banging on about the rough. And if I yeah, see another I video of a ball being dropped into with no context of where that rough is or anything. Yeah. Just dropping a ball and oh, the ball's disappeared. Isn't the rough long? Oh, it's US Open week. I don't care. Just it's a. I, anyway, we'll have a look and we'll talk about that. Tomorrow. But and and also we'll have some intel because we'll be hearing from players who've been out on the golf course today and they'll they'll tell yes. us. John Ram might have lost a lot of weight. It's it's very True. warm out there. Yeah. So uh, American pairings, American yes. groups: Jordan Spieth, Patrick Cantley, Xander Shoffley, Justin Thomas. Well, Thomas so and Spieth. No, yeah, no surprise no there. No surprise there. Yeah, Shoffley and uh, yeah, he's going to uh, be... Fowler and Homa and Morikawa and Harmon. Californian connections there. Yeah. Um, Scotty Shefflin, Brooks Kepka. And Wyndham Clark and Sam Burns. I've so forgotten that, that Wyndham Clark was even playing. Yeah, in the way that, so that's Wyndham Clark, I think, being lined up to play with Brooks Kepka. Well, I didn't see if Wyndham Clark has gone for the Freedom Flow hairstyle. Have you seen that? Yeah. So Brooks, oh, Brooks honestly, has produced some content yeah. where he's, he's had a mullet, basically. Yeah. A mullet, which is the should be the sole preserve of New Zealand rugby yeah. players, Australians perhaps as well, rugby league players. Cameron Smith. Cameron Smith. Uh, and also, who else had one? Sam Burns. So they've had the freedom flow. What's it? What's it? A freedom? What? Freedom to look like a tool. <laughs> anyway, I'm just but, jealous. I'd love to be able to grow a mullet. Well, yeah. Bernard but, Langer had a mullet for years. Yeah, just that, a different type, sort of but, German '80s mullet. Yeah, when it was of, of its time. Mm. Um, Zach Johnson said that he's not got a problem with it, and also they've getting shaved USA have in, a problem in the with side it? there. He, he said, I just, like you, he said, I just wish I could do it, but I haven't got oh. any hair. He was one of those that that was always going sort of a well, little bit, but, you know, the TV pictures from behind for, yeah. for Zach Johnson would never, well, I've got very here. much like me. I couldn't, but if I grew, if I grew out a mullet, I'd look like Terry Nutkin. Uh, <laughs> I have to tell Eddie you, wouldn't know who Teddy Nutkin is. The most disconcerting thing: we're sitting in the media centre here. They've got huge screens up there, and the Sky—it's being broadcast on Sky, but it wasn't done by Sky. Countdown to the Ryder Cup uh, programs, and I've watched the first two. They're really, really good. But what I'd forgotten was I've been interviewed for it, and I'm one of the talking heads. Mm. And one of the editions, I'm on it all the time. And you got a mullet. And they're showing it on the big screens up here. And so my WhatsApp groups been full of people taking pictures of me that is the most disconcerting thing seeing yourself on a big screen yes it's horrific yes it is uh, and i am 
bald ass. There's no. Well, you've and actually got a very you red a, nose. You've got a. Well, you haven't got a red nose here, but no, you but did. I have the, on that TV. Okay. I mean, you've had a crop. You've had a Ryder Cup yeah, crop for yeah, this. Number two all did over. Did you have that done in Spain? No, no. I, this was... So it must have been really short before. before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Good hair chat. Um, right. So, we'll, again, we'll go into... a bit long now. Yeah, we're going you. to even... It is. I'm going to cut it this uh, this evening. Uh, so, we're going to do a full-on um, look ahead to the Ryder Cup with Eddie tomorrow yep. when he joins us. Look back at 99 as well. Just to add a little bit of spice seasoning to the mix. Um, some emails for you, though, because we, we've got too many to go through in, in one episode, so we'll do a couple today. Yeah. Um, so we've done Gordon Adam. Craig Brown from Greenock. I'm a huge fan of the podcast. In fact, it and the Pepper Pod are the only podcasts I've listened to, not the cut. All our listeners are in Scotland. So I... Uh, uh, Scottish rugby fans in Nice, and a couple yeah. of them come and said, what happened to the cut? Yeah. And I said, well, it, it's gone. And they said, I wish you did something like that now. I well, said, we do. And my voice disappeared off yeah. into the higher range. Oh, well, that's a couple more. So there's a couple more. So although the fact that I said, we do do one, I think people are going to listen because he's uh, thought, that's an angry man. Anyway, uh, no, Craig Brown was talking that's about crazy. hip pain. So maybe we'll do that one tomorrow because that's... <laughs> Sorry, he's, well, he's we're 38. doing an email on hip pain. No, yes, exactly. The eve of the Ryder Cup, two days before the Ryder Cup. No, Craig Brown is interested in this because he's 38. He's on a three-year waiting list of his left hip resurfaced. I, I play golf once or twice weekly and tries to maintain That's what Andy a five handicap. Yeah, well, he, well, there's resurfacing and there's resurfacing. He actually had it lopped off and the artificial bit put on the top. But resurfacing, I've had two resurfacing operations where they just tidy it up, so they they debride it and they. Uh, 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 Speaking of resurfacing, yes, the roads outside here. I was here in May. That was a single file road out there. <laughs> And now, I mean, it's extraordinary. They've resurfaced it and widened it, and the the, the transport system will work. I, I could not believe. At the time, we were having our patio done at home. I'd got a bigger digger in my front garden than was on, on the single-track road, and they got it finished, like, last week. It's uh, incredible. Yeah, but you have a bigger garden than Marco Simone Golf Club. <laughs> you do. Um, single. I remember Monty at Celtic Manor. <laughs> complaining about that there was just one narrow road and he just came stomping in single track road single track road and then stormed out anyway um right so anyway uh yes yeah, so he was wondering if i had hip surgery i had a couple of times and if that had improved my game to any degree no although it sort of did improve the hip pain a little bit so i wish you all the best in your three-year waiting list What's this Ganji coming to? Three-year waiting list for a hip operation at 38. But uh, listen, everyone I've spoken to who's had hip operations quite young uh, have said that it's just transformed their life. So good luck with that. Keep up the great work, guys, he says. You regularly have me chuckling while out walking my King Charles Roxy. Oh, it's a King Charles dog called Roxy. Yeah. I thought that was... He's got a someone who just loves so much called Charles Roxy. He calls him his king. My king, Charles Roxy. Uh, looking forward to cheering Eddie on to victory in the Dunhill Links in a fortnight's time. Um, That'd be great. And just one on South Dakota. Why am I picking these emails? Andrew Grocock defending South Dakota after we called it a flyover state. That is a flyover state. Kind of well, that's what it's known as. What yeah. It's known as. Anyway, Monty was in a flyover state with yeah. his multi-track roads. He said there are lots of things to do. We were there with my wife, Suzanne, son, Edward. Again, detail that we don't need, but we're adding it to it. Um, in addition to Mount Rushmore, Deadwood in the Black Hills, Crazy Horse Monument, the Badlands, Massacre at Wounded Knee. Uh, Rapid City itself has something to offer away from chain restaurants. In Sturgis, Rapid City. Rapid City. Uh, 
There's a 10-day motorcycle rally, which they claim to be the largest in the world. That sounds absolutely oh, that'd awful. Be horrific. Yeah, so thank you, Andrew Grocott. And you named him on me, Grocott. Um, anyway, we'll do some more emails tomorrow. Yeah. But uh, but I think we're... Uh, you're excited. You're excited for the Ryder Cup. I, I am. I am. I'm going to have a good night's sleep tonight because yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit like you. I, it, 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 we're hitting the Ryder Cup. We're not... You know, we talk about players wanting to be well-rested before the Ryder Cup begins. Mm. And we're coming in done. Yeah. It, I, I, uh, my tolerator level yesterday mm. was absolutely at the, at the bottom. So if anybody said anything vaguely annoying, it really, really got me down. Yes. I'm now a bit more chilled. Good night's sleep last night. I'm yeah. going to get another good one tonight. And, and I'll remember the right lead as a result tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, I meant to talk about Leona Maguire at Solomon because I thought she was outstanding. She was brilliant. Four and three win over Rose Zhang. Rose Zhang was a bit disappointed. Lost both her foursomes. Yeah. But, but she was firing it. But, uh, I mean, yeah. she was hitting some pretty good shots in those ones. Yeah, so. she was. And, um, the way that she played, the tenacity of her. And, uh, we, we had Lydia Hall with us on the, on the commentary. And I said, I said, she's quite short, isn't she, Leona Maguire? And, six foot two. No. And, um, and, and Lydia, you know, confirmed it from a professional's point of view. Yeah. And actually, Leona hits the, the, the sort of yardages that I hit mm. as a 58 year old. Yes. Is her short game better than yours, Ian? Way better. Yes. Of course it is. And everything she does is, is yes. way, way better. And I'm not getting involved in, in, in that sort of chat. In that, in that sort of chat. But it, it, it added to the marvel factor for me yeah. that she was making the scores, scores. and winning yeah. the holes using the clubs that I would use to go into those par threes. And that's why and what Eddie was talking about when they had that joint event in Sweden and actually yeah. because when you're going into those greens, yeah. when you're not able to, when you're coming in with longer clubs and you're not able to generate the kind of spin, it's exactly. an extraordinary talent. Um, so I, all power to, to Leona, I thought again, another sensation and going out second, winning four and three, which meant that she put the first point on, even though Lynn Grant was out first, she lost on the 18th. Lynn Grant, by the way. Mm. Eddie, I, he'll be talking about yeah, hustling. He's totally. Not, yeah. I want to ask, because he posted on that, and um, I, I want to ask him a bit more on that. He thinks she's got the best golf swing in the game. In the game. Yeah, yeah male or female. Yeah. And I, I thought she was fantastic to watch. Um, very different golf swing. Last, last words goes to... <laughs> Live Golf Chicago. I didn't know yeah. that happened, and then suddenly I saw that Bry someone said, "Oh, Bryson DeChambeau's won. He should be on yeah. the team." Um, yeah. Bryson said he felt he should have got a call. Should have got a call. From, from, or at least got a at call. At least to say you're not on the team. Go and enjoy the party. Well, home. you know, I think all of those. I'm not going. I don't want to sound anti-live. I'm not saying that. But what I do think is that anybody who went there, they knew. Yeah. Dustin Johnson knew. He told us that at the time. They knew that in all probability they were jeopardizing their chances of playing for their country yeah. in the Ryder Cup. That's their choice, yeah. and I respect it, but don't come bellyaching that you're not in the team after you've made that choice. Yeah. I think a lot of people would think. Yeah. How long have we been going on for here? I think we've been on, for, we've done enough. We've done, that's the perfect length. Because uh, we are going to be back tomorrow with a sort of, uh, the three of us together again, as, as it should be yes. on the chipping forecast. So, so a little chipolata. A little chipolata to get you going on in Ryder Cup week. And we will see you again, or you will hear us again, if you download, if you listen to us, if you subscribe, if you like us at all, then we're grateful. And we'll, we'll see you again tomorrow.
Bye bye from um, Arrivederci from Roma. So tired, I can't think of anything funny to say. That makes a change. And that completes this edition of the Chipping Forecast. Wishing you a safe and pleasant night. Folding pocket. <laughs>